and welcome to MS Podcast. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about we need to inspire each other. Let's get started. When we're letting our ego sleep, we can focus on inspiring each other. From sharing stories and tips, we can help each other grow, not only spiritually, but also at work. Removing our ego can help us to accomplish so much more. When we are so busy watching out for each other's feeling, like watching fish in an aquarium, when we could spend our time to share and help others to achieve our goals, we could actually help our group department and even the company to move forward. When we spent less time bickering, but more time to help solve issues, we can actually become productive. We are shifting the energy from negative to positive. People will be more inclined to help and become happier in a place like that than feeling stress and discontent. Companies are not growing at the rate they should be if they are always letting employees' egos be in the driver's seat. Instead, we need to stop feeling threatened or fearful of others in the workplace. Managers should be the bridge to close the gap between employees. We should feel like we are part of the team, not sitting on the edge looking in, making someone else who doesn't fit the mold part of the team ready to listen to everyone, seeking solution by welcoming everyone to join. When we lead by our spirit, we actually open the doors for everyone to engage. We are not judging, but instead seeking everyone's input. You can inspire someone to reach their goals by helping them or coaching them. Becoming a mentor. Let the flow of communication open to empower everyone to step up. We can find solution when everyone is invited to the table, not the future chosen one who may or may not have the solution. Having a feeling of inclusion, not exclusion. But mostly, not running a dog and a pony show, but instead a genuine and authentic department and company. Being inspired is what helps us to change the world. Why not start today? Yeah, that is a good thing. So, Let's talk about being inspired, because a lot of people in the work environment are not that inspired. They are probably pretty much discontent about what they are doing. Why? Because they don't feel they are being heard. They don't feel their skill sets are not used properly, and they are feeling more like a stranger. How do you feel about being inspired? Do you feel like when you're going to work, you feel like you're in an aquarium where everybody is looking at everybody to see what they're doing? You're hearing gossiping, you're hearing bickering. This is the kind of environment that management should be looking at because we always said, and I always say that uh, no matter what, the cancer starts at the top. Meaning, when you have management who are not treating their employee properly, guess what happened in, uh, for the rest of the employees? They are not going to feel appreciated. They are not going to be at their best. You are not going to make anyone work and find solution faster if you are treating others poorly or if you have your little click. Only a few people you're going to talk to and ignore everybody else's. I wrote about it. I wrote uh, the first blog that I wrote was, uh, what kind of a leader are you? And it was inspired last year because I needed, that was even my first blog that I wrote. It was inspired because of what I have seen it and witnessed it on how do you treat people. Leaders are the ones to set example. 
And when I'm talking example, it's how you act with your subordinate. Because if you treat people very poorly, do not expect the gem to shine. Do not expect anything coming out good out of your team. You pretty much are running a bad department or a bad company. I worked in one company where I had to go to a specific uh, building. Every time I walked in that office, I could feel the negativity. It was so thick in the air. You wanted to turn around and drove away. It was so bad. And I've witnessed it twice, to be even be honest. Twice I did. But the first time was many years ago. And I remember when I walked in, it basically went to my throat. It was horrible. I was sick to my stomach. But this is how they run it. And even if some people had a smile on their face, you could feel how negative it was over there. And it wasn't because of the people who were working there. It was management, how they treated them. And this is how it's sparkling down. How can you inspire the company to grow if you are not treating people right? You don't. You can try to intimidate people because I have seen it and I witnessed it and I even experienced it, which never worked on me because if you want to threaten me, go for it. But I am not going to cave in. I don't. And many people have done and I tried that in the past. It never worked. So threatening me or others doesn't work. But some will be influenced and be scared because this is how we do. We're going to threat you with something. This is not the proper way. You are not going to bring the bees when you're using vinegar. You are not going to be treating and well-received and accomplish anything at all. You are destroying people. And if it's just for the pleasure to destroy somebody else's spirit, well, you're not going to go anywhere because remember, karma is still there, by the way. Karma is always watching. Universe is always watching, no matter what. Even if you think you can get away with murder, you don't. But in this case, inspiring each other, it's how you approach them. And one of the biggest issues that I see, and I've seen it for many, many years since I've been in a work uh, force for many years, is ego. Too many egos running the show. When your ego is running the show, nobody's approaching you because it's all about me, because I'm selfish. Not because your spirit is selfish, but your ego is selfish. It's all about me. It's all about me stepping on the top of your head because I want to be above you. I manage or VP. I am going to want your respect because I have a title. So something that I said, and I think I, uh, <laughs> it's kind of my little spirit and my rebellious way. When people are telling me and treating me this way, I'm like, you know what? I don't care who you are. I said that once to uh, somebody who I got even very, very irritated and I was laughing. I said to that person, I don't care if you have a title or you're the cleaner in this, in this building. I will treat you exactly the same way. And that person got offended and I laughed. I'm like, no, because the person who clean up, clean up the toilet has as much respect than you. And I don't care how much education you've got, where are you coming from, we all have to be treated the same way. 
And a lot of people who have their ego running wants to be treated a special way because I'm special. No, you're not. The day you die, your title doesn't count for anything. Your money doesn't count for anything. You have nothing that you're bringing on the other side with you at all. The only thing you're going to bring is your spirit, and then you're going to face the council here and over there. That's it. But your attitude and the way you treat people makes a huge difference. The best and a few people I have worked with and really inspired me were individuals who were coming from their spirit. You would have go to them and you would have been attracted to them, not because they were beautiful, but you were attracted by their spirit because you could feel them. You could feel the true leaders. A true leader is not somebody who has his ego coming around and wants to be bathed into, oh my God, I'm beautiful. Oh my God, I'm so powerful. No, 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 no. It's somebody who's grounded. It's somebody who can see you. He can see your spirit. He sees you. He's not seeing how he's going to walk on the top of your head and take credit of your work. No. He's somebody who's going to see you, talk to you, spirit to spirit, and inspire you. Those are the best leaders that I ever saw. And there is not that many that I have seen. It's quite sad at some point when you don't have that many. Because the rest of them have their ego running. If everybody would tone down their ego and let their spirit be, you would inspire people. One of them uh, that I really absolutely liked, his name is Dog. And I'm not going to give his last name, but his name is Dog. And I remember him from many years ago. I absolutely love him because I was a contractor. So I wasn't even part of the company. I was a contractor. And he went and talked to me like I was the employee as well. He treated me exactly the same than everybody else is. That's what makes a great leader. That's not somebody who's going to make a difference. And he was very, he was a great guy because he was very inspiring on what he was saying, but he was very kind, but he could see you. So when people can see you for who you are and see your spirit, you will walk on water for them. When people treat you like trash, you are not going to move. I don't. I will do what I'm supposed to do, but I'm not going to do the extra because guess what? Until you get your ego to stop to treat me like crap, but see me who for who I am and what I can do and bring as help for the company, I will do it. Many times I work with individuals who, even though I had solution that should have helped them, they did not want it because I was a threat to them. So when you're being seen as a threat and not as part of the team that can help the company, then it's not happening. Company are not going to grow. You can continue to make the sales because what saved a lot of companies in today's world, it's not much the innovation. Even though some of the companies are saying we are innovative, no, there is no innovation. On some of them, you can look closely. They have not innovated anything. What helped them and saved them are the sales. There will not be any sales. They will be barely up. And I'm not talking a million I'm not only talking million company. I'm talking billion of company, billion dollar companies. When you're talking about true innovation, those are people who are inspiring to make changes in this world. 
Those are the inspiring company who push beyond the limits. But in order to do that, you need to have people who are not only visionary, but they are true leaders, who people who don't think about themselves. I'm going to think about myself, so I'm going to see the company as a big piece of chocolate cake, and I want my piece in there. I'm going to take it, no matter the consequences of everything. I am not going to even cultivate and help my team, because I'm telling my team, you're going to make me look good. How many times, or whomever you are, guys, how many times have you heard your boss telling you, you better to make me look good? None of you? I believe there is some. I'm sure there is some are shaking their head right now and say, yep, M, that happens. Yes, it does. It does. That is the ego talking. Do you want to work for somebody like that? Or do you want with somebody who works and see you for who you are and say, hey, how can I help you? Do you need anything? How can we make this happening? Where are you with your projects? Instead, then somebody coming and saying to your fellow, well, you better to make it and finish your deadline because you better to make me look good. Well, not really. I don't want to make you look good. I don't want to give you anything for you to make you look good at all. Innovation and leadership makes a huge difference. And a lot of people are coming and saying, well, we're going to now try to be more as leadership. But leadership right now in today's, today's days is we're not giving information to anyone, including the employees about the state of the company. We're blocking the flow of information. So nobody knows nothing. Everybody stays in the dark. And if a company starts to do that, that means they have financial issues and there is something that is not right. That is not kosher, like I said. It's not, it's, yeah, something is goofy. Being open, actually, in working with your spirit, you can mentor people. You can understand and connect each other. You can make a group. You don't have, as I always said, you don't have to spend your time after work with your employees at all. But when you're working inside of the company, you can be connected and take the time to know each other. You don't have to like each other at all, but you can appreciate and respect everybody else's work and understand that when there is a time where you need solution, and I said that in the previous blogs as well, in regards of employees, your little clique that you're forming, if you have one, maybe don't have the solution, but there is maybe the person you have been ignoring all along and keeping away from the projects that could have that solution that could help you. Why would you ignore that person? Let your ego to sleep. Put it asleep. Work with your spirit. We're not here to be working on a dog and a pony show and faking it. We're here to be genuine and authentic. So why don't we stop that fake pony and dog show and just think for once. I'm going to dim the light of my ego and I'm going to let my spirit shine. I am going to connect with everybody else in my team, say hello to them, how are you doing, be respectful. If somebody is here, ask them how they're doing. But just reconnect with them and make them part of the group because you will accomplish so much more by doing this than understand and have somebody that feel basically cast out in quarantine. I maybe should have a t-shirt with a radioactive sign because nobody's talking to me. Yeah, that is not a fun way. And you can lose, and a lot of uh, companies have lose excellent employees because of poor management. It wasn't the employee. It was poor management because Bob wanted his, his position as a director or as a manager. 
And when he went in, he was all about himself. And everybody who had a brain or smarter than him, he basically put them in quarantine and ignored them. And guess what happened to the group? It wasn't performing well. Solution never came. And uh, instead of expanding the group and becoming successful, the group shrank. Even, in some cases, the group disappeared. Everybody get let off. So, when you're working with a company and you want it to grow, because company will yield to grow. Companies want to grow. You need to be open to the changes. You need to be open to really be authentic, to really see what can I do to help my company grow. What can I do to mentor and coach my team? What can I do to let somebody, and how can I handle, it's not even what can I do, is how can I handle somebody who is always honest and direct? And I don't like it because this is not who I am. You need to be able to navigate this. You need to be able to manage every different style of people. You cannot try, and that's another thing that I've seen, Try to tame someone because you want everybody else to jump like puppies. We're not puppies. If you want a puppy, go get one. But we're not. We're human beings. And we think, meaning we're not here to be brainwashed. And if you do something wrong, and I know it's wrong, I'm going to stand up and say so. And I'm going to call you on it and just warn you, hey, you're doing something wrong. We're not supposed to do this. You're going against the company, against compliance. Listen, because it's not all about you. It's about the company. It's always the company first. It's not you. So, becoming a mentor and a coach is great, but you need to do it for everybody. You need to instill a sense of peace and positivity within your group. Again, energies travel. And when you walk in an office or in an area where they can feel the energy that is so negative you want to turn around, it is a big sign. It is a huge sign and it's like this is not good. But you need to learn to communicate with everybody because communication, again, is another thing. A lot of people think when they are in management, I'm going to filter, I'm going to hold information because I don't want people to know. As a matter of fact, when you're holding information, and I had somebody who did it to me several times, and I'm like, this is not funny. That person was doing it in purpose, to control, because they had in their mind, when you start to become a control freak, you want to control everything, and information is one of the worst things you can do, because you are playing against your company. You are hurting your company every single time. Information is a power that is giving to everyone. And in order to have a company or a project to work properly, you need to communicate. And holding information to try to sabotage somebody else's or control someone is not going to help you. Because at the end of the day, even though you try to point your fingers back to everybody except you, you are fully responsible for those mistakes. I have come to work with some individuals who are doing this, and it wasn't funny, even throwing you under the bus to justify their wrongdoing, even though at that time I had a director with me, and I told him, I said, she's going to try something I need you in every single meeting. So basically, I was kind of forcing him to be in every calls and meetings with me because I knew what she was doing. Even though that, he did that for me, 
she tried at the end. She tried to badmouth that, and that fires back in her face because he called her on that, knowingly that he knew he assisted to every single meetings we had, and he knew what she was doing. I warned him. But you have individuals like that, and this needs to stop. Information should be flowing freely from the top to the bottom. And it should not be filtered on what we're going to say. It should be open. Transparency is a big thing for company. Not a lot of companies are transparent. Even if people are going to say, well, but my company is transparent. No, it's not. Do you know exactly where are you financially with your company? Do you know what's going on currently with your company? Most of the time, you're not going to know. You're going to know maybe 1% or 2%, but the rest of it, none. I have seen company who I knew everything that was going on in there, and all of a sudden, in one meeting, everything shut off. And you're like, uh-oh, no more information. We knew nothing. And to me, it's a red flag, because when a company is allegedly transparent, it should be telling you everything what is going on in there. And I can guarantee in today's days, not that many companies are doing this at all. So transparency is one thing. Communication is one thing. How management is working. Is it a good flow or do you have somebody on the top of it who's so disrespectful, cannot even communicate properly with you, will treat you like crap or even better? Come into your area, let's say a VP, don't even say hello to you back when you say hello. Don't ever talk to you at all. Very rude. Do you think it's a good way to do things? Not really. Because this kind of attitude will have a ripple effect on every other manager underneath. And they're going to do exactly what that individual is doing. So, when you treat, and somebody from the top, treat everybody like crap, quote-unquote, guess what's happening? The bottom line is all of the employees are not being treated fairly and respectfully. And that is not a good company to be in. Not at all. So we need to be more open. We need to connect with everybody. We need to learn to teach each other what we do. I always spend the time to learn what everybody we're doing because I love to learn. I like to learn. Companies are great because you can learn so much about how a company runs and are their products and their ideas. It is so much fun to do that than staying in your lane. I like to stay in my lane, but most of the time I just go on different lanes and learn. It's learning. Knowledge is the key. Why would I come and like a um, horse I'm ready to go and get the race done and I'm going to put my blinders on and I'm just going to go and stay in my lane. No, I want to go and visit everybody and see what's going on because you're learning, you're challenging yourself, you're thinking, you're seeing how people are doing things. It's very interesting and you can learn so much. I have done that for many, many years. I'm a self-taught individual as well and I learned to do that. I learned because people like to share. If you sit down with somebody and ask them what they're doing, they can explain what they're doing. It is so much, much, so much fun to do that because you're learning who the person is and you're learning what they're doing as their jobs. I used to do a few backups for different individuals because I love to do that. It was so much fun. It was kind of a fun thing for me to do because it gives me diversity on my work. But it's always nice to know what's going on and how things are working. I learned a lot that that. We don't have to stay in our lane at all. You can do your job and learn from others instead than just ignoring what's going on. 
But when you want a company to evolve, you're going to need to make changes and you're, not going to, you're going to need to change your attitude because when you're treating people poorly, they're not going to stay. And a lot of people have left companies who those guys were key people, but they left because they were poorly treated. You know, you have a choice. When you are running into move to the corporate ladders, you need to be cautious of who's running what and who's doing what. Because a lot of people want their title of managers, but they don't know how to manage. They don't even know how to handle anything. The only thing they want is that title because that makes them feel important. You are not the most important person as a manager. The most important person is the one who has the skill set. And the one who has the skill set is not you. It's the employee who knows how to get things done. And that is something a lot of people don't understand when they become a manager. They don't understand because their ego is blinding them. But you need to be appreciative of the people who are working very hard, who are never giving credit of anything, but they are the one who makes the company run. When I worked uh, a long time ago into one of the, those companies, and I had several projects, so I worked with different groups, uh, IS, web developers, the IT, the programmers, and everybody else's. When I work on projects, at the end of the projects, I always made a point to send an email to everybody and acknowledging every single person that works for that particular project. I always made a point to do that because I I quickly realized that nobody were aware of who's doing what, how, and why not. So their bosses and everybody else in the company knew who worked on those projects. It wasn't only me. It was a team of maybe 5, 10, 15 more people, and they were all acknowledged. That is very important. That is being respected. That is acknowledging that You're not the only one. You had a team to help you. That's how it works. That's why people worked with me because they knew then we will get things done. But at the end of the day, it wasn't all about me at all. It was about the team, about what we accomplish for the company. So if everybody takes the time to do that, to help each other instead than feeling like threatened, we can get so much done and we could be absolutely help the company or any company to move to the next level. And we should be doing this instead of focusing on, well, I'm not going to help Jane because I'm threatened of her and she wants to be promoted and she wants to be more popular than me and I don't want her popular, blah, blah, blah. This is where we need to stop to do this. We need to enjoy who we are and let our ego asleep. The problem is the ego. We are worse on enemies. And the ego is a big part of company failing. Failing to do what they're supposed to do for their employee. Failing to accomplish and meet their goals. Failing because they're not doing what they're supposed to do. So we need to take the time to do that. And we need to take the time to learn each other's ways. To learn about each other's and not being afraid of anyone around us and stop the bickering, stop the watching, stop the gossiping. Just enjoy who you are and that's it. And have conversation about anything else and uh, what Bob over there is always showing up late. Who cares? It's not our problem. Just 
let your ego out of the driver's seat and start to really connect with your employees. That is a key of success. And if somebody has an idea, even as crazy as it sounds like, listen to it. Because sometimes those crazy ideas are the one you needed to be more innovative, to be more trailblazers, and to help your company. Never discourage someone to share ideas of solution. And don't be arrogant about it, thinking that you have the solution when somebody else has it. So taking credit to other people's jobs is absolutely ridiculous. And it's happening too many times. And in that too many times, truth always prevails. Because you can take credit of somebody else's work and you can be promoted based on that. But guess what happened? In your next assignment... People are going to realize very quickly you are incapable to do the job. What do you do? Hmm, you let me know. But being inspired is what helps us to change the world, and we should inspire everybody. Not forcing anyone to a dogged pony show tale just to make you feel better and thinking you did something true and great when it's not genuine and authentic. Because department and company should be run authentically, not dog and pony show so this was for today's show then we need to be inspired and we need to inspire everyone around us because that is important for everyone on our next podcast show we're going to change a little bit because this is something that i wrote recently has not been posted yet would be uh, probably at the end of this month posted we are so beautiful And this one is a special one because we are talking about today's standard and who fits in and who doesn't and what the illusion is about fashion and social media. So, that should be a fun one. If you have any question in regard of this podcast, you can contact me at www.edgintuitive.com. If you would like to schedule a reading session or a life coach session, you can contact me and schedule an appointment on edgintuitive.com. Otherwise, thank you so much, guys. I want to say hello to everybody around the world. I know I'm always going to say that at the end of the podcast because this is who I am. So hello, everybody. I'm sending you all of my love and I will talk to you later. Bye now. 